The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. You heard me tell you, I am going away and I will come back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it happens, so that when it happens, you may believe. I will no longer speak much with you, for the ruler of the world is coming. He has no power over me, but the world must know that I love the Father and that I do just as the Father has commanded me. The Gospel of the Lord. Did you know that we have an archbishop residing in our diocese? Our former bishop, J. Peter Sarton, retired as the Archbishop of Seattle in 2019 and decided to spend the rest of his life here in Heber Springs, Arkansas. What an honor for our diocese. Now the interesting thing is that he was only 67 years old when he retired, although bishops typically serve until they are 75. The reason Archbishop Sarton retired early is not because he made a lot of money and he could retire comfortably, but rather for health issues. He had a series of surgeries on his back that made it impossible for him to continue in that capacity because of chronic back pain. But that does not mean the good Archbishop is sitting around watching the grass grow. He gives retreats to priests. He helps with masses and confessions. He provides spiritual direction to 20 priests in our diocese. And he also loves to get in some fly fishing on the White River. In other words, he may have retired from public ministry as an archbishop, but he's still very active in private ministry as a priest and as a bishop. Archbishop Sarton is living proof that there is no vacation from a vocation. That is, once a priest, always a priest. I'm a big fan of Archbishop Sarton, and that is why I asked him to write the foreword to my first book of homilies. By the way, those books are still available in the church office for $25 and make great Mother's Day and graduation gifts. I'm just saying he has a superhuman ability to remember people's names and will remember your name years after you meet him. And I love that he always signs his letters with one word, peace. That is invariably he writes peace before signing his name at the end of a letter. And that always struck me because it seems that's what we're all hungering for, peace in our life, peace 
in our families, peace in our marriage, peace in the world. And I think Archbishop Sarton has been a man of peace because he knows that peace does not ultimately come from living an untroubled and easy life, but rather from discovering and doing the will of God. In other words, the closing of his letters with the word peace is not some cheap, thoughtless, throwaway phrase to make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Instead, it is a deep and even hard-fought conviction that the real road to peace is God's will. And God's will is anything but easy street. Indeed, it is almost always the way of the cross. And I am convinced Archbishop Sarton can feel that peace even when his back pain becomes unbearable. Maybe that is when he most feels that peace. In the Gospel today, we see where the good Archbishop may have found his inspiration for signing off his letters with the word peace. We read from John chapter 14, verses 27 through 28, part of Jesus' supremely significant Last Supper discourse. Our Lord assures his disciples, sounding a lot like the Archbishop, Peace I leave you. My peace I give you. But then Jesus adds this very important qualification. He says, not as the world gives, do I give it to you. Notice how Jesus draws a stark contrast between two kinds of peace. On the one hand, worldly peace. And on the other hand, Jesus' peace. We might describe worldly peace as everyone sitting around in a circle, holding hands and singing Kumbaya. (laughs) Why can't we all just get along? That's not bad, but that's not the best kind of peace. Jesus' peace is discovering and doing his Father's will, which looks like chronic and unrelenting back pain. And it looks like suffering and death on the cross. I am convinced that Jesus felt the most profound and all-pervading peace as he hung dying on the cross. Why? Because that is where he fully and finally completed his Father's will. Doing God's will and feeling true peace are inseparable. You cannot have one without the other. My friends, in a few minutes, we will turn to one another at Mass and say, Peace be with you. And shake hands or give a hug or a kiss as a sign of that peace. What do we mean when we wish each other peace? Well, we can mean one of two things. We can either mean we wish each other the peace as the world wishes it, or we can offer each other the peace that Jesus gives. And Jesus' peace consists in doing God's will, which always involves carrying the cross. And I think that second option is what the good Archbishop meant 
when he closed his letters with the word peace. Praise to be Jesus Christ.